Merry Christmas. Yes, another Christmas has come and gone. Now we are going to push forward toward the new year. Growing up, my mom and dad had us, had us take down the Christmas tree on New Year's Day. The joy was real, and well, then it passed, and we were on to the next thing. Now with the celebration of Christmas, I don't want us to miss out on the opportunity to draw near to God and to enjoy an accelerated time of spiritual growth. So what lessons do you take away this Christmas? This is Monday, December 26th. What is your take-home from our time together? Here's our scripture text for today. Luke chapter 2, verse 25 to 32. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Now this scene takes place when Mary and Joseph take Jesus to the temple. They do that to dedicate him to the Lord. And here's why. Many years before, when the Hebrews were in slavery in Egypt, the Lord saved the firstborn of their people when the death angel visited. It was at the time of the Passover, and the firstborn of the, of the Egyptians perished. And as a result, after that, every firstborn of Israel had to be redeemed. Joseph and Mary brought Jesus into Jerusalem, to make a sacrifice and to fulfill this requirement of the law. We can see that from the start, Joseph and Mary were doing everything they could to follow and be faithful to the law of God. Now, while they were there, they meet Simeon, an elderly man who has been waiting for the Lord's Messiah to appear. Let's stop and think about this for a moment. There had been no new prophet in Israel in over 40 years. No new word from God, and no change in the condition of the people. Israel is occupied by the Romans, and the people live in distress and under oppression. But this man Simeon never stopped hoping in the Lord. He trusted that the Lord would send the people a Redeemer. He's been waiting all his life. Now, in many ways, we should also identify with Simeon. We, too, have been waiting the apostolic age ended about 1900 years ago. That is the time when the apostles were alive and carrying the message of Jesus. We also have seen no new prophets. Of course, we know God is working among his people and in his church, but Jesus has not yet returned to bring his kingdom in all its fullness. So what do we do? Well, I think we do just as Simeon did. We wait. What does this mean? We use our days to deepen our longings. We grow in our hunger for our true home with God. 
and we continue to cling to God and trust, knowing that one day, well, Jesus will come. The promises of God find their fulfillment in Him. We find waiting taxing, and we experience this difficulty in hoping as the years pass. Here's what I find so encouraging about Simeon. He hasn't stopped waiting. Indeed, his waiting turned into longing prayer. The only thing he asks the Lord is that he may see the Messiah, the chosen one of God, before he dies. And the Lord has shown him that he will not be disappointed. He doesn't ask to see how the whole story will unfold through the Messiah. He doesn't need that. He only wants to know that the Messiah is here. Because he knows when that happens, redemption is soon to follow. Simeon has tuned his heart to be sensitive to the direction of the Spirit of God. And now by the Spirit, he's directed to the temple area one day. In the midst of what must be a number of couples with their babies, the Lord directs Simeon to Joseph and Mary, who are holding Jesus. He must be overwhelmed at the answering of his prayer and to know that his eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord in person. What follows is a beautiful blessing uttered by Simeon. It begins with the words, his words to the Lord, Lord, I can go home now. You can dismiss me. How beautiful is that? Simeon has seen enough. He knows the Lord will be good to his word. Now, as we read the story of Simeon, What most gives you a reason for longing for the kingdom of Jesus? Is it the peace that he will bring, meaning the end of conflict in our world and in our lives? Is it being able to be with him, knowing his presence? Is it God's provision and protection that will leave no room for our fears? As we read about Simeon today, we are also pushed to pray, pushed to pray and wait, for the coming of Jesus. Let's pray. Faithful Father and loving Lord, we trust that you're always faithful and that Jesus will come. Help us to remain focused in our prayers and to seek your face and look to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.